Hey there, beautiful. Welcome back to this next foundational episode for the new revamped podcast. (laughs) All right. Now, I just want to dive um, really quickly in. First, quick introduction for those of you that are new around here, maybe you're catching this episode later on. My name is Gemma Bernad. I'm a success money mindset coach, transformational coach. um, And I um, basically leading a league of women, women to embody their aligned woman and rise into their next level of success, whatever that looks like, with the more reason, less effort though. I just want to be conditional about that. So if you want more effort, more hustle, more work, more, 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 then maybe my message is not for you. But nonetheless, that is what my focus is. So on the first foundational episode, I really introduced you to who I really believe the aligned woman is. I took you on a journey of understanding that there is your aligned woman. There's also your disconnected woman and just really embracing the ebb and flow and the waves of just allowing yourself to move through being both of those women. And today on this episode, I want to actually go into my personal process okay my methodology that I came up with that I downloaded okay so the four keys of the aligned woman so I truly believe that we need to do transformational deep transformational um, mindset subconscious transformational energetic work around these four key areas in order to unlock your aligned woman and to really embody her okay So I want to share with you the first key today. I'm trying not to have favorites here. Okay. I'm going to try not to have favorites, but the first key is imagination. And it is one of my favorites. And I'm going to tell you why. Okay. So if you have been with me for along this journey for the last few years, excuse me, You will have listened to probably my very, very, very first episode way back when, where I really shared my story like of the time. And a lot of that was um, connected in with being a very young girl and the death of my mum. Now, what I have and what I actually have said a lot to myself and to other people is that when my mum died, so did my dreams. Okay. As a little girl, you know, I look at, I've got two beautiful girls, my stepdaughter, who's 14 and my gorgeous little girl, Annabelle, who is seven. And the other day she was talking to me about how she wants to design her own toy range. And it's so beautiful. Like the gorgeous naivety of it just melts my heart. Okay. And I think about like as a seven-year-old, when it comes to dreaming, she just has just access to this innate energy that allows her to dream anything, to desire anything, to be like, I want to do this. And to have no logical reason why that's not possible. Like she's like, I can't do this because of this. So mommy, I really want to do a toy range, but I can't do it because I don't know, like, how am I going to get products from China to here? And how am I going to sell them? Like, she doesn't go into that. Or when is it going to happen? She doesn't go into that. She's like, I just want to do this. And it doesn't matter whether she does it or not. It doesn't matter whether she takes any action. It's like just this beautiful um, nurturing of having this desire and this dream of what it is that she wants. 
And so I think back to myself at that age and I was like that too, but then my mum died and my dreams died with her. They really did. And so that's why I have a real soft spot for the first key because I have had to teach myself how to dream again. And it took me 20 years to do that, by the way. I'm going to tell you, it took me 20 years. Now, it doesn't mean I didn't achieve things and receive things and have some beautiful things in my life, but I never really consciously dreamed. I didn't, I was really averse to setting goals because I just didn't ever think that that would happen. Or if they did, it would just get taken away from me, which is very connected with, you know, this deep fear of abandonment that I had as well. So learning how to dream again was this gorgeous gift that I gave myself when I was at a point of real disconnected. I was living absolutely as my disconnected woman, but I was very much in resistance to that. I was, I just did not want to feel this way. And I was just depressed and disconnected. There is no doubt about it. And I've shared this story before and I'll just give a quick um, recap of it, but I was alone, literally living alone. I was very lonely, was very depressed. And I just wanted, I wanted family. I wanted a husband. I wanted someone to love me that I could give all this love I had in my heart to as well. And so in the depths of my loneliness, I found it within myself to start dreaming for something better. For start to start dreaming and not just something better, like for the best. I was no longer willing to settle for just anyone. I wanted, I what I really wanted was a man that ticked all of these boxes. And I created some boxes too for that person to tick. And so I went about dreaming. I created, I really was in a period of, I guess, a lot of uncertainty first. Like when you, you don't know what you don't know, right? So it's like, well, I didn't know what I really wanted. So there was lots of, I don't know what I want. And then there was like, okay, yes, I do. There was lots of confidence around what felt like a lack of clarity. And then I really defined what I wanted. Like I really defined it. I, I can still remember the envelope, back of an envelope that I wrote on that had all the characteristics of the person that I wanted to invite into my life. So I defined that person. And I created visual representations of that life. And then I decided this was it. Like this was now a non-negotiable. It was either going to be this person or no one. I was like prepared at that point to just live by myself for the rest of my life. And then I really just approved of that. I was like, I deserve this. I am worthy of this. This is for me. This is possible for me. And not only is it possible, it is inevitable for me. And lo and behold, most of you know the story. And if you don't, the story is that not long after going through this deep, beautiful, gorgeous process of imagination, that incredible man showed up in the most unexpected way, in my most beautiful and unexpected way. And the rest is history. You know, we are have been together now at the time of recording this for nine years. Together we have five beautiful children. Three of those we had together. We've created and are continuing to create this incredible life together. I am more in love with him than I was when I first met him. It's incredible. I didn't settle, right? Because I really got in touch with what I truly deeply wanted. And that I, I refer to that story a lot, ladies, because it is my main focal point of evidence that anything is possible and that my success and my desire, it is inevitable. It is absolutely inevitable. And so I carry that focal point and that proof, that evidentiary proof that I have in my life into everything that I do. Want my dream car? 
totally. I've just got to decide. Okay. I've got to get really clear. This is what I want. It's not going to be anything less. Okay. I fully approve of my desire to have that regardless of the fact that it may not make sense. I fully approve of it. Okay. And then I'll let it go. And it happens. Same with my business. When I wanted to create $200,000 a year, same thing. Okay. I defined it. I defined it. I decided it was done and I fully approved of that desire to have that. And it happened. And the same, and it's happened in many other areas too. The same thing will continue to happen over and over again. Okay. And this is the part that I, re- and this is why this is the first key. And I spend a lot of time working with women on this first key because most women are com- in a state of complete disownership and disapproval of what they truly want because they have all the stories running through their head of why it's not possible, what bad thing will happen, okay, if they do, they do create it, okay, why they're not worthy of it, why it'll never happen or just get taken away, whatever the story is. Time and time again, women show up. And it's not that that's bad. It's very normal and natural to be in that state, but most women get stuck in that state and they don't move through. And I do a lot of work in helping women to just be in that place first, to dream into what they want, to really create that beautiful vision, to connect in with it, and then do all the work around owning it and approving of it. Because that's the missing piece for a lot of people. Like, like, yes, okay, cool, totally. Yep, that's exactly what I want. But they can stay in this really insidious state of disapproving of that desire, sneaky thoughts that pop in, comments that they make, actions they don't take when they know they really want to do them. All of that are real sneaky, insidious ways that they're continuing to disapprove that, that, that desire. Bit of a word stumble there. So I love doing that work with women. And it really is the beautiful first key. It's all about imagination. So I just wanted to really share with you what I truly believe are the four stages, okay? So the four stages of owning what you really want. Because I have seen this pattern within myself and within the people that I work with. So I see these really clear stages and we can, we don't have to, it's not like, okay, stage one and then stage two, they overlap and intertwine and we ebb and flow and we go back and forward and all over the place. But, you know, I'll just share it in these stages anyway. Okay. So stage number one presents as uncertainty. I'm going to call it uncertainty. Okay. But it's often not uncertainty. If you've been around my world long enough, you'll know, I say to people, you don't have a clarity problem, you have a confidence problem. So when people say to me, I don't know what I want around this, it's not that, it's really confidence, but we're going to call it uncertainty. But it, So it presents as that. It presents as, I don't really know what I want, Gemma. I'm like, okay, well, what does success look like for you? I don't really know. So there's a level of uncertainty that presents there. And it's a really beautiful stage. Okay, because when we dive into uncertainty, often we can really work out what we don't want and what we don't want really can be a stepping stone to what we do want. Okay, so uncertainty is the first stage I see. The second stage is the definition or defining what you really want. Really saying, okay, all right, this is what I want. This is what I want. This is what I want. Yep, this is what I want. Yep, I'd like that. I'd like that. And that sounds really cool. And we get to kind of list it out, map it out, visualize it, see it, whatever the tool is that works beautifully for you, we get to define it. Clarity, right? That's that stage. Then the third stage is deciding. 
okay? Because most people will just stop at defining. They're like, yep, that's what I want, that's right. And they move on. And then they constantly find themselves butting up against what they want and the actions they've got to take and the emotions and the energies they've got to move through and all of that. They don't actually move on to this next day, which is actually the decision. Choosing, really important word. When we make a decision, we are choosing something. Choice is a very powerful energy to operate from. Most of the people that I see that present with me try to control. They try to control what they want. They try to control their life. They try to control other people because they think that's the most powerful place for them to operate from. That's a whole other conversation. But the antidote to control is actually choice. And when you live from that place, you are a motherfucking powerful creator. Let me just tell you that. And so we've got to get into this place of deciding non-negotiable. This is it. This is what I want. It's going to be this way. It's going to happen. I'm done. This is it. It's where we go all in on the dream. And when we go all in on the dream, it leads beautifully into the next stage, okay, which is approval. Then we need to approve of it because once we decide this is what happens every single time. We decide, we fully go in. We're like, okay, I'm doing it. This is it. I'm selling for this. This is how it's going to be. This is going to be my reality. And then all of a sudden, these sneaky thoughts start to come up. You can't have that. It's never going to happen. You're not worthy. It won't work out for you. It doesn't happen for people like you. All those sneaky little stories come up. And it's all those sneaky stories are all the ways that you continue to disapprove of the desire. So we've got to go in and we've got to rewire. We've got to change your mind. We've got to change your energy so that you are fully approving of the desire. It's a really powerful stage because what when people bypass this stage and they go straight into like action, okay, like let's make it happen. They miss out on this beautiful magnetism that takes place when a woman fully owns and approves of her desire. Because I've experienced this myself, right? Most people think I need to do all of these things in order to create what I want, the desire that I've got, I would do all these things. But when you are living from full ownership and approval, what happens is those things start to come to you. (laughs) They start to come to you instead because your aura opens right up because you're in this deep state of approval and ownership of you and your deepest desires and what you deeply truly want and when you are the universe who is there to provide those desires by the way that is the role of the universe finds that so attractive that the universe reorganizes, readjusts, moves things around so that those desires start to come to you instead of you having to continue to push hard and make it happen. So I love that stage. I love working with that and I love seeing the magic that happens in that final stage. So they're the four stages of owning what you want. First, there's uncertainty. Then there's defining. 
Then there's the decision that comes. It's like, okay, here's what I want. And now it is done. And the final step is, okay, now that it's done, I am going to approve of that deep desire. And that's where I want to encourage you to spend your time and your energy. Because most commonly I see people going, okay, here's what I want. Now, how's it going to happen? And when's it going to happen? And they focus all their energy. That's the controlling aspect of people starting to come out. And that's when I see time and time again, women getting confused. I don't know how to do this. And then they go and start following other people's, you know, ways of creating what they want to create, following other people's step-by-step processes and getting so lost in what feels right and true for them. They end up expressing someone else's desire in someone else's way. But when you stay in this space and you ruminate on those stages and allow them to unfold, the when and the how magically start to just appear for you very, very easily. It's one of my most favorite stages and honestly where I spend an inordinate amount of time with people. And if you come into my world and you work with me and there will be an opportunity coming up in the next couple of months um, where I'm going to be launching a really beautiful signature program, mm, it's going to be incredible. It's going to become my, my life's work, this program. God, that felt good to say. It's going to become my life's work. I'm so excited about launching this. I have a wait list coming up really soon. Um, so if you're catching this, you know, well after it's been um, recorded, just drop into the show notes and you'll probably see a link for the wait list um, to be able to join that signature program. It's going to be a gorgeous experience. Um, but you will, when you come into my world, you'll see how much work we do around this and you'll really feel your life change as a result of just that first key, Okay. All right, ladies. So thanks for joining me for this first foundational episode. Come back and join me for foundational episode number three, where we're going to go into the second key of the aligned woman, which is in love. Oh, it's a gorgeous one too. All right. Okay. I'll see you for the next episode. Bye.